0: Welcome to the Daily Dose of the Dow podcast, teaching you about the stock market and investing in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host and stock trader, Chris Rocco. What's up, you guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to episode four of the Daily Dose of the Dow podcast, our final podcast for the week. Well, we've just about made it through the first week of December, and I've been considering December. Level 12 of Jumanji. I certainly hope it's not level 12, but in terms of this crazy year, um, we are almost done with it. The countdown begins. We're only 28 days till, till uh, 2021. Uh, we got the market pretty much at record highs. The Dow closed uh, last night right around 30,000. Uh, we had a good day until about 2.30, and then it just turned into a mediocre day. Because we got some news about uh, some su- supply chain issues with Pfizer, which caused a bit of a downswing at the end of the day. They're now expecting to ship about 50 million vaccines by the end of the year instead of 100 million. But nonetheless, we're getting a vaccine, and the vaccine's on the way. So the market took that into account. Anyway, I am going to talk about today how you can and should be protecting yourself if you're a day trader, swing trader. Or just a long-term investor, how you're going to protect yourself if the market is very volatile. And volatility is something we've definitely seen a lot of this year. Although volatility has cooled off lately. So first let me say, swing traders and day traders like volatility. It creates opportunity. It creates a chance to get a nice discount on the stock you want it to buy. Stuff like that. But how can a long-term investor stick to his plan over the long haul, regardless of news-driven mo- movements in the equity and fixed income markets? I'm sure you guys remember Brexit when the S&P 500 plunged almost 4% on June 24th, a couple years ago, only to rebound the following week and rally to new heights. How does a long-term investor stick to his plan when something like crazy like that happens? Something unpredictable, um, you got events like elections, which could cause temporary market volatility, But investors should avoid attempts at long-term predictions based on short-term market movements. That's just a thing that you should know. Avoid attempts at long-term predictions based on short-term market movements. That's key. And also, relying on forecasts is not a proven way to protect your capital. Despite all the crazy, confident predictions you may be accustomed to hearing and reading, stuff like that. Instead, in order to protect yourself from the downside, it's important to diversify yourself with geographic asset class and market capitalization diversification. This type of diversification can smooth returns when large U.S. stocks become volatile. And a lot of times, volatility comes when you're not expecting it. That's why it's so volatile. Um, When you're expecting the market to, to do something, that's not volatility because everybody's expecting the same thing. You need to have a shock, a shock like the pandemic. The pandemic brought about a lot of volatility. And Trump's win a couple years ago brought about a lot of volatility. So did Brexit, stuff like that. But when the market is expecting something, you don't really have a lot of volatility. So it is very important to diversify yourself. Putting all your eggs in one basket is not the way to make consistent income. Um, when you buy a stock you more or less buy yourself a stream of profits for as long as the company exists or until you sell the stock, whichever comes first. For example, if your great-great-grandparents, let's say great-great-grandparents because I'm talking about back in the late 1800s, if they bought shares of Standard Oil, let's say like 1875, 1880, and the family, your family, hung on to them for all these years, the company is now... ExxonMobil, Standard Oil became ExxonMobil and ExxonMobil now has a great dividend yield and ExxonMobil would have deposited a dividend into your your bank account or your family's bank account for more than a century, every single year. Some companies have annual dividends, some companies have um, quarterly dividends, stuff like that, but Exxon would have deposited a dividend into your bank account every year for more than a century. That's a lot of profit going into investors' pockets. Now, if we take away Exxon, think about the other steady-eddy companies like Alphabet, which is Google, Apple, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, companies like that who have consistently grown in profits and revenue over the years. Have their profits been significantly impacted by the occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the President of the United States? The answer is no. It, it, history shows that the company's strategies, products and uh industry conditions matter more than who is in the white house. So it's really important not to overthink elections with the market. Don't be going selling off everything if your candidate who you think is best for the market doesn't win. Don't don't be doing that. That's that's ill-advised decisions, that's illogical. History shows that the company's strategies, products, and industry conditions matter more than who is in the White House. That's the big idea here for elections and stuff like that. Now, that ties back to diversity. Having a diverse portfolio of steady-eddy companies that pay out good dividend yields and are steady throughout downturns and and huge volatility swings, that's important. And another idea here, I think it's very important to buy funds – or ETFs that track the market as a whole. So there's a lot of funds like Vanguard or, or uh, iShares, um, where well, I guess they're ETFs that track the market as a whole. Instead of um, so instead of buying a particular stock or a bunch of particular socks stocks, you buy pretty much the S and P, or you buy the um, you buy a fund, you buy an index tracker, and it tracks the market as a whole. So as a mar- the market as a whole just generally goes up over the years. There, of course, there's going to be some bumps in the roads and stuff like that. But the market as a whole goes up over time. So it's important to own ETFs and index funds that track the market, and that protects you from the downside. Now, as I've said, I'm relatively new to the investing world. And my next piece of advice is something I wish I had known before March of 2020. Or wish I know more about. Because I did know a little bit about them, but I probably wasn't um, too confident in them to go ahead and and buy an inverse ETF. And then that's inverse ETFs. Now, if you're expecting a downturn, maybe buy an inverse ETF. Um, That's that's an option. Inverse ETFs um, are a little tricky because they're not to be held for the long run. You should not be holding index ETFs for months maybe and you should not be holding them for years certainly not years maybe not even months um, index inverse etfs are securities designed to perform the exact opposite of a given index so if the s&p 500 index rises let's say 2% in a day an inverse etf for the s&p 500 will lose 2% over the same period of time and vice versa if the s&p index falls 2% in a day the inverse etf for the s&p would rise 2% in a day So um, pretty much inverse ETF managers, and if you own an inverse ETF, inverse ETFs use derivatives and investing techniques to achieve this performance. It's kind of complicated. I'm not even really sure how the derivatives work, stuff like that works. But more or less, it does exactly the opposite of another index. So um, it really protects you from the downside. So you could actually be making profit when the market's going down, which is pretty crazy. But you got to really time it well, and it's pretty complicated. Um, and as I said, since stocks are likely to rise over long periods of time, inverse ETFs should only be used for short-term to medium-term timeframes to protect your assets. They're particularly useful if stocks rise quickly in a short time, which you have volatility to the upside. Um, and if, And if you think stocks may be overvalued, that could be a good time to buy an inverse ETF um so then if if there's if a sell-off ensues you have the inverse ETFs you're profiting by owning an inverse ETF so it's important to keep in mind that inverse ETFs are meant to lower your stock market risk and they will also lower the upside returns of your portfolio, portfolio if the broader market's rise so as i said This podcast today was designed more for someone who is interested in long-term investing and really a low-risk portfolio. So it's not really for those who are day trading every day or swing trading. It was really for the long-term investor who wants to own steady-eddy companies, who wants to own a diversified portfolio and um, have consistent income over time. So the three things that I want you to keep in mind and I want you to really hammer into your head... It's very important to own to have a diversified portfolio. Diversification is key. It's important to own companies like Google, Coca-Cola, um I don't know, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon now. Those are steady eddy companies. They're going to rise over time and preferably I know some of them aren't all dividend yielding, but it's important to have some dividend yielding companies in there because you know you're going to be getting a certain amount of money. You know you're going to get this amount of money. So that's definitely important to own some, I like to call them steady-eddy companies. They rise over time no matter what. There might be some bumps in the road, but they're going to rise. And the third, thing, th- the third thing excuse me, is utilize ETFs to your advantage. ETFs are a very valuable thing that are underutilized in the market, I think. And that's really it. Diversification, steady eddy companies, ETFs. That's how you limit your down your downsides. The downsides in the market, excuse me. Thank you, everybody. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you Monday. Lead got me thinking, babe. Tell me if you it because I'm with it, babe. I haven't heard from you and I'm in it, babe. Just tell me what to do.